I'm Tom Saunders, getting through this in New York's Flatiron District. And I'm Scott Blake, but I'm Manhattan's Upper East Side. It's the dream we all have, to be able to walk into a bar, a restaurant, or a coffee shop where everyone knows your name because you're regular. That's exactly what Tommy and I have become at the famed Irving Place eatery, Friend of a Farmer. After visiting sporadically during the past year, we have settled into the comfort and exclusivity, the clubby six-seat bar for the past two weeks for brunch on Sunday. The beyond-friendly bartender, Jimmy, may not know our names just yet, but he calls us comedy guys, so he's close. Being a regular, why it emboldened me to engage in a brief conversation with a manager or owner as we got up to leave on Sunday. <laughs> well, a regular can do things like that. Tommy and I nodded to the rest of the staff as we exited, and I said with a confident smile, have a good week, meaning until we see you next <laughs> for our regular brunch. <laughs> Scotty, yes, only two meals at one establishment with the same weight person are now all that's required to officially be considered a regular, this due to scheduling pressures caused by the pandemic. And breaking news, Scotty, the next time we visit Friend of a Farmer, I plan to eat the same Southwestern omelet and pancake combo I enjoyed the last two visits to Jimmy's Place, as we call it. Because after three times ordering the same thing, it is then permitted just to ask for the usual, Scotty. <laughs> just think of it. Because you want to be where everybody knows what you're going to order. To paraphrase that sitcom theme song slash Applebee's jingle you paraphrased at the top of this podcast. By the way, once our time machine is finally operational, Scotty, people listening to this podcast as recently as 60 years ago may wonder why a bartender would be serving breakfast. Well, it'll thrill diners of the 1950s to learn that here in the future, bartenders at restaurants now serve the full menu for all meals. Gone are the old diminutive bar menus that once made diners at the bar feel like second-class citizens. Well, Tommy, I must say uh, with no hyperbole that your minute-and-a-half opening is literally uh, as comprehensive and as uh, insightful as a 500-page tome. Uh, it is really, you've covered it all, Tommy, so many things. Any one of them could be weeks of podcasts, but your brilliant observation, because yes, this was the next question. First of all, announcing the new, what makes a regular? Because that is a question, you know, the philosophers have toyed with for centuries. Uh, and we, we've established now, you have that in these times, literally just two visits, in a in a two weeks in a row constitutes being a regular. Why the people in the fifties would go, I'm a regular, and they go, well, Yeah, how many times? Twice, twice. I've been coming every day for forty years, but <laughs> times have changed. I mean, and yeah. you literally took the words out of my mouth or the the wonderings of people. What constitutes? Uh, when do you get the point to be asked for? Do you want the usual? And that's, yeah. uh, I mean, again, what a, uh, and you've, you've nailed it on three that. times. Said, it's three times. And then yeah. the usual. And wow. That's again, this is a pandemic. It's a, it's a foreshortened scheduling yeah. of, of this due to the One pandemic. Of the but yeah, the three pandemic, times. Really? That uh, getting in early, just like uh, normally you need a certain number of points to get a certain level for travel or, or hotels or planes. But during the pandemic now, becoming a regular and getting the usual is an easier, quicker process than ever. And I'm so glad you pointed that out.
Yeah. And and also uh, uh, how interesting is it? it would be it, it will be interesting to people listening to this podcast 50 years ago once we get our time machine uh, active. Yeah. Uh, by the uh, that 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 bartenders uh, now serve an entire the entire menu. They don't that uh, that is something again that I, I meant to say, too. That is the other. I mean, man, you put three huge revelations. And again, you easily could have said, uh, you know, we're not going to do the show today. I've got a 700 page <laughs> book about what we just said in a minute and a half. And I'd say, all right, but can't we do the podcast anyway? I'm free. And, and you know, and you would, of course, say yes. But uh, it's amazing that too, the bar menu. And it's a mysterious thing. It's like, oh, you know, oh, that's the bar menu. Or, and you must eat it at the bar. You cannot walk away. No. Otherwise, it's, the price shoots up uh, 80% <laughs> and you're billed yeah. on the spot. The moment yeah. you exit your bar stool, a guy comes up to you, give me money now. Almost like a holdup, really. It, it, it really it, it made a, 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 a for a stressful um, bar experience in those days yeah. of, of the bar, of the, the, the much smaller bar menu. Yeah. Yeah, but it, uh, and with much, much lighter in, fare. And to this day, Tommy, there are remnants of it. Our, our, our other favorite eatery, eatery, Pete's Tavern, which is happily reopened. They have a happy hour for food and drink. And the happy hour can be consumed, the drink part at a table, but the bar food for the happy hour must be consumed at the bar. So it does linger yeah, on, but not at does. the Farmer, where the bar menu is the full menu. And that would be, <laughs> uh, by the way, a Clio award-winning campaign that we just came up with gratis. And, and by the way, talking about award-winning, uh, I do want to announce, and this is exciting, that we intend to make our podcast available. Because I mentioned to people listening 50 years ago, yeah. we are, uh, uh, are going to make our podcast available free of charge to people who lived as much as 500 years ago if our proposed time machine can safely transport us to that time period and back to the present. What a great offer. And, and a lot of, you know, I mean, that's something you don't see very often. It's always like, hey, if you listen tomorrow, a call now and you may be the first caller and you'll win something. No, no, no. We, because as you've pioneered, Tommy, we reach yeah. out, we speak to simultaneously to the people of today and those a thousand years from now. So certainly, yes. why not? have the people 500 years uh, before us. And we say 500 years, I'd love it. In my dreams, I'd love to go a thousand years uh, uh, back in time or 2000 years. I don't know if I cannot make that claim. I, I don't think either one of us can can claim that about a, a time machine that has not yet been finalized. Almost there, as we said many times, everything except the actual mechanism that makes it go back or forward in time. That's the only thing that's missing. The it's only like thing that's missing. Yeah. Uh, 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 that's, you know, and, and supply chain problems are, are, are partly to blame because oh, yeah. that, that requires a lot of semiconductors. And... Oh, yeah. Even for time machines, you know, we're affected by it. But Tommy, uh, uh, something that uh, I hope I didn't forget. <laughs> Uh, what it was now is I went back and that sometimes happens where some we're flying on all clicking on all cylinders or something. Yeah. And uh, uh, yes, Tommy, I, I yeah, ding, ding, ding. Uh, we have also revolutionized in this one seven minute podcast right. so far. The yeah. podcast itself is not seven minutes, seven minutes we've been talking. The, we've revolutionized the ratings system. Now, people say, well, how many people listen to your podcast? I, I laugh. I throw my head back and laugh. <laughs> Sometimes I keep my head in the same position and laugh, but it's, it's a little awkward that way. You can strain your neck muscle. But uh, what we draw from, the, it was not just who listened today, how right. primitive 
No, we draw right. upon the future people, the past people. So no one can fully accurately account for how many people listen to this podcast. That's a very good point. We, uh, as far as we know, um, a thousand years from now, we could have probably, you know, as much as a hundred million listeners. We don't know if we if we sort of do the math. It, it, it it's it's staggering how many people will be listening to us uh, a thousand years from now. And those are people who buy products. Oh so yeah, advertisers yeah. might want to pay attention. Oh, uh, absolutely. And so so in the you know they may look at it and say, oh you you know uh, I, we're ahead of the game. Nobody else is going for that market. So once they start, and I'm sure it'll happen soon, figuring out to tabulate. The people a thousand years from now who are listening, we're gonna. Joe Rogan's gonna be way, way back of the pack. We're gonna be right up yep. there. And uh, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, and I, I and I can just imagine a lot of people are you know newbies to this who yeah. will say, oh well, yeah, well we're gonna try to get that thousand uh, year from now market. It's not so easy. We we uh, always make sure that our uh, uh, content is understandable to the people a thousand years from now. We define things that they probably wouldn't know about. You have to really pay attention to the to the listeners, uh, you know. Oh, well, we've been even, even a hundred years from now, yeah. even a hundred years from now. Well, as, to... as loyal listeners know from episode one, we've been cultivating that thousand year, the hundred year. We never were just talking to the, even though we connected to the people of today but and we, we, and we respect it. the people of today oh we, the, well the ultimate respect because you got to respect <laughs> i think with the old expression you got to most respect those who are a part of today whatever i'm <laughs> it's french so i'm paraphrasing you know. but but we're the and, only and, ones and, with an eye to the future and an eye to the past so that why yes other johnny come lately's and it always seems to be johnny's yeah uh come lately's but yeah, they'll try. They'll say, oh, yeah, we're the future looking podcast or, hey, the best podcast for the past and the future. Yeah, they'll say it. But we, we're walk, we're speaking the speak. We're potting the pod. <laughs> we really and, and we're talking the talk because, you know, yeah, talking right. the talk is important, too. Oh, Let's yeah, not absolutely. diminish talking the talk. People say yeah. you talk the talk, but you don't walk. Well, talking to talk, you know, that's required. That's what we do every day. Yeah, yeah, you got to do that. If we skipped over that, that would be an issue. Like, if well, we they, just walked the yeah. walk, that, yeah. that, you know, you just hear footsteps. <laughs> and nobody would know when we were walking necessarily. <laughs> so we'd have to alert them, but we couldn't because we wouldn't be talking. So, yeah, we definitely talking to talk is number yeah. one in our book. That's really important. Let's not... You know that's been diminished in uh, uh, in in recent days, but let's bring back talking the talk. Yeah, uh, but Tommy, uh, again, we've we've put out so much stuff, which yeah. it's, it's almost comically dense and 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 and, and just it, meaningful. But starting again with the regular and that yeah. feeling, it's it, yes, it's there's yes the Friends theme song, but way before that, we're, uh, uh, check with that uh, Cheers. I mean, of course, uh, Cheers, uh, another big uh, NBC sitcom. But uh, I always loved that feeling of my parents growing up. They knew us at Luigi's, a little Italian restaurant. They were my dad's patients, but they knew us there. They knew us at uh, Stratford Boys Clothes, uh, you know, on Sheepshead Bay Road. We're going, hi, how are you? Nice to see you. you know, and I, I was the kid then, but, you know, still I shared in the regular status because of my parents. So, and, and I vowed, Tommy, even then as a nine-year-old with a high-pitched Brooklyn accent, I'd say, someday I want to be a regular. <laughs> and it was with the accent of the day. Yes, that's right. It, which you lost. Well, it did go away over, over time. I never lost the Brooklyn in me. Of course, you can't take no, that. No, no, you couldn't take that Brooklyn out of you. But, but Scotty, uh, yeah, that be. You know, it's funny. I I hear you being a regular, and uh, uh, as you know, and folks, 
would come. I, I know that uh, I actually have um, a brother for almost anything, but I have one brother who uh, would go to this Mexican restaurant and they would recognize him and his, uh, you know, they, and, and, and oh, welcome. So, so happy to hear it. But the, Me- the restaurant was very mediocre. <laughs> but, and I couldn't ever tell my brother that. Because he just loved the attention that he got whenever he got went into the uh, restaurant, you know, just he just it just reveled in it. And it's amazing how that's kind of an interesting uh, strategy is that the, the, the restaurant, rather than develop its food, yeah. they actually develop the uh, uh, the effusive welcome to regular uh, diners so that the diners didn't weren't aware they were sort of so puffed up by being welcome oh so glad you're back thank you. oh it's not well, where your, were you and here's another thing tommy I just to add to the mix the regular table yes that that's an other that's once you're a regular and then to get your regular here's your regular table and that i mean honestly you can oh. bring out potato chips and you go this is the best place ever because you're a king Literally a king. Well, even better you know, than a I, king, you know, at this point, because kings, I don't think, had corner tables. No, the they didn't. They, even kings, I mean, a, a big king of France, yes, he would yeah. get a corner table. But the small, you know, king of, of Holland probably had a tough Yeah, time. maybe had to wait. Palace, they had to wait. Yeah. And, no, and, it's, it's incredible. But the regular table, so it, it really is a, the feeling. And uh, I remember, uh, you know, I've had that feeling a little bit over the years. and uh, But but definitely. Of, of what, which? Well, of the which feeling, feeling of uh, you know, I, well, I mean, have I been a regular? I mean, in, in some ways, but the Friars Club. Have right? you been? Have for- you been an un un un? Um, uh, what's the word? Uh, 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 unaccounted for regular. In other words, have, have, have you been a regular, but nobody says, "Hey, welcome back." Well, that's why that would be the unsung regular, which is the, the worst unsung of all. regular. If you're putting in the time, the commitment, the dedication, and you're not getting it reciprocated. Uh, uh, by the way, yeah. that sounds like a great Sinatra song. Here's to the unsung regulars. <laughs> they keep showing up, but they don't get the credit. You know, <laughs> yeah, the regular Joe. The regular Joe. like a regular. So he must, <laughs> you know. But, but yeah, well, I, I think I have. I mean, well, but you know, part of it is me, Tommy. This is an interesting thing. Now, most people think, wow, you're on, you have a podcast and you're, a comedian you must always be schmoozing no as you no. know tommy no. I, I can be quiet in, in service situations like the dry clean or things like that i speak very modestly and politely going how are you how are you uh uh seven shirts yes wednesday okay yes that would be great that's the <laughs> you know that's all i say and when i get a haircut yeah. back to friday i'll be going to manny and behind manny how are you good to see you how are you scott oh good thank you uh <laughs> and then oh that's another yeah. example of tommy yeah the usual Yes, the, the haircut. Usual. It's not just for culinary anymore. Oh, the usual, and that's when you go. Or he doesn't have to say it. Just to, okay, but but Ali would say that my previous hair. But yeah, they say the usual. It's just. But here's the thing, Tommy. I wasn't planning on saying this. Friday, I think I'm going to tell him that I want it to be left a little longer than usual. Oh my god! And I'm a little. I, I, you probably got a little tremulous thinking about this. Do I want to rock the boat, so to speak? Yeah, yeah. I've already I, established I, the usual. And if I right. start throwing in willy-nilly, yeah, the usual, but, yeah, you know, leave more on the top. 
I mean, what happens to the usual? You're at, you're at, yeah, the, the usual becomes the unusual. <laughs> and you've created a, a, a stressful situation just yeah. simply because you want, you've, your, your tastes have changed. Here's another uh, example of that. There was a restaurant that uh, we would go to, Italian restaurant, my wife and I would go to up in, uh, in Santa Monica. And they, would, uh, uh, they, would, they knew that, that there was something I always liked. And they would, and they got, so they didn't even ask me for it. They just, they, we came in and then they just would bring it to us. Yeah. And, and, and we didn't necessarily want it anymore. Yeah. Uh, 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 the usual became that which we didn't really want to have. And, wow. and when that, that's a tragedy, we haven't had a national conversation oh, about no, at all. A, we have, we yeah. have completely skirted that one. Well, when, when the usual becomes an albatross. An albatross. I mean, yeah. Yes. An yeah. albatross. And 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 and, these, and and what do you say in a situation? Because they're really tripping over themselves to be to make you feel like you're a regular, and and give you the usual, and it's not what you want. So you have to have that that uh, awkward talk with them about we love your service, we we enjoy this restaurant, but we don't always want the same thing every time we come here, and that's. That's one of those things, you know, it doesn't sound like a, like it's good. You know, that that's where you better have some handkerchiefs ready. Oh, yeah, yeah. And it's just cute. I have had it. I can't cite. I have a vague memory of maybe a deli I would frequent a lot. A chicken gullet here. Uh, and then you really, for the first several times after it, even after you don't want it anymore, you, it's not that easy to break it. You go, no. oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, yeah you know? tend to go along with yeah. it for a long time. Yeah. And that's why it could be. And some people never have that conversation. They never, they just have what they don't want. Or they <laughs> were stopped, Scotty. They stopped going to the restaurant. Well, yeah. That's the tragic truth that we're, we're sweeping under the rug well, as a society. Of, well, we're suggesting and we're begging people to have that conversation with your, with your deli owner or your restaurateur, whoever it is, don't just walk away. Don't not face that. And as you said, very difficult conversation. One that, by the way, you don't hear about on the mainstream media or anywhere. We're bringing it up, that difficult conversation when the usual becomes uh, an albatross. An albatross. And, and by the way, albatross, if, yeah. if you've ever eaten albatross, <laughs> it's the worst. Oh, it's not. It sounds like it would be OK. It's like a bird. It's, yeah, it's, it's a bird. You think like it's chicken. kind of a fat bird. It's yeah. a big bird. Uh, it, it, no, it's uh, uh, it's a gamey. And again, this is speculative. I've never actually eaten it, but I'm 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 speculating that it would be very gamey, uh, yeah. an albatross. Interestingly so, enough, a little fact at Northwestern when I was there, the I believe it was like a literary magazine was called Albatross, <laughs> and we did a parody of it, and we called it Albatrite. That was great. Oh, That's story. Great. Yeah. Wow. Did they ever recover from that I, malicious skew? You know, I'm glad you asked that because I, this has been a Bill guilt thing for me for the past, you know, 40 <laughs> some odd years where I, I don't know. I could check. I'm praying that it kept going. <laughs> but we might have uh, that might have been it. That <laughs> sharp eyed parody might have been. <laughs> <laughs> but but uh, Albatross is. Uh, but 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 the point being, you know, I mean, we were using albatross in its normal metaphorical way, but it, yes. it is sort of interesting that nobody ever even talks about like, I had some delicious albatross the other night. Go, yeah. I've never heard that. Ever. No, it's no, got, that that's something that just came out of this podcast right it, now. It did. Now some might say, well, maybe that's because albatross is close to albacore, as in tuna, 
And maybe that got co-opted and people just didn't even want to go further and think there could be another similarly sounding uh, meal. You're right. And albacore tuna being a fish, albatross being a bird that yeah. is of the sea, though. I mean, that. Yeah. Uh, 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 the, um, yeah, it's uh, so. Uh, um, well, we'll get letters, Tommy, from the you know albatross uh, lobbying groups thanking. I mean, first of all, thankfully, they are not considered. So they live. They live right. Freely. They don't. Yeah. That's interesting. There's yeah. there's there's not a uh, uh, a constituency for albatross as food. Yeah. Uh, so they're, they're, yeah. So that's uh, yeah. That they're that, a great species. They're, they're, they're actually great the species. happiest uh, birds near water because they're not you know not keeping an eye out you know looking behind their back to see what restaurant chain owner is going to be snatching them. So I think that's a great, a great species. Thing. But there again, Sky here again, the podcast is plowing new ground because. Yeah. As great as this, I don't think I've ever heard anybody say the albatross is a great species until now. Uh, yeah. Normally, we disparage it's the albatross around my neck. Exactly. You know? Where did that come from? Why? You know, it's and disparaged. We it. it's, a, it's a bad bird. Well, that we, what we do constantly on this podcast, I mean, is that we, what others accept, we challenge. And they yeah. say, oh, yeah, that expression, albatross around your neck. And where did that come from? I don't know. I just say it. And they move on and, and eat something. But yeah. we challenge it because the albatross not only not the eating something because yeah. the eating if they move on and eat something that's maybe they're hungry and that's they, true. And I they, don't want to begrudge them yeah. that, but but move yeah. on to a different topic. But but that, right. the albatross is the most envied uh, bird because they are spared, uh, thankfully. So you know it's really you want to have an albatross uh, uh, kind of word to use because that's a good thing. Yeah, I, if you have an albatross around your neck, it means you're free and safe. Yeah. And and yeah. and it, and it also it likes your neck, you know, maybe <laughs> which who doesn't want that compliment? Yeah, I, I would feel very complimented because I don't like my neck. Well, you referred to that, uh, uh, you know, yeah. seeking some change yeah. to that. And as you called it, uh, co-surge, the uh, it's co a term you coined. Yeah, uh, that's right. Yeah. Uh, 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 I almost forgot that term. Well, and uh, well. Hope you don't forget to check your mailbox for royalty checks. Uh, but uh, I do, by the way. Yeah, I, I sometimes forget to check for royalty checks for words that I've invented, and yeah. I wonder if, if you know, at a certain point, you have a check. Have you ever found a check that you never cashed, and then it's too late to cash it? Oh, I, well, that's my fear. Oh, that's a fear. And, you know, a lot of people on Facebook and other social media like to post, and you know about this time, you know, residual checks like. Uh, well, this one will buy me my next house and it's for 13 cents because the, right. you know, the vagaries of the syndication business and all that for writers. Well, by the way, that's some real sarcasm there. When you oh, say yeah. when you post a residual check for 13 cents yeah. and say, this will buy my house. That's some huge sarcasm. Yeah. That's like taking 13 cents and a house is what? About average house is about $400,000, yeah. right? That's yeah, so average 13 house. cents. So really? think about how sarcastic you have to be. <laughs> it's beyond beyond the realm. It, it, it's the ultimate sarcastic, which, by the way, as we've always said, should not be confused with funny or humor. No. The people will say, oh, you're a comedian. I'm sarcastic. <laughs> that, that's nothing. That, that's an attitude that's no, usually not it's very just, interesting. Oh, you can repeat what somebody says, but in a mocking voice. Yeah. Uh, uh, that's 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 what your talent is. I remember somebody in college saying, "I it was bragging. I can be very sarcastic if I want to be." And I thought, who brags about the potential for sarcasm? Well, I, and it's along the lines, Tommy, as we experienced at Friend of a Farmer, bringing it back to that. 
I mean, lovely sitting at the bar. And again, at bar is yes. almost not even describing it. It's a, like you said. And these are the type of club. things, Scotty, that yeah. we could talk about with our bartender, Jimmy. Oh, well, Jimmy, uh, who, absolutely. Well, he you know, that, that's the point say. I'm making is that these are all top. Well, it seems that we veer off topic. We never really do. Scotty. No, no, no. We're holding on to the reins. And uh, even though we don't ride horses necessarily, but. It, no, because know, what if you get thrown? And Yeah, yeah. So they're not. Uh, they're actually, it's like a car. It's kind of a very safe little. Horses scare the hell out of me. Also, oh, yeah. what if they kick you? You know, no, and they, they don't mean it. It's not they don't know. And uh, yeah, No, I don't blame them. I'm not yeah. angry at horses. I'm just saying, thank God I don't have to be around them all the time. And and uh, I'm glad also, by the way, along the same lines, that I've never done, even in a amateur night way, a Siegfried and Roy act. Yeah. You know, like, you know, I've never gone up like an open mic night for <laughs> Tiger Wranglers. And I mean, you know, they do it. They were great. They were, they were the masters. But I don't. Yeah, it's not worth the risk, that, really. That is... <laughs> <laughs> or your audience not uh, no. scotty yeah. you know it's so funny why is it in the last five minutes of our podcast some of the most uh valuable gold is, is emerges because what you just said scotty the idea of an open mic night where a siegfried <laughs> roy wannabe act that's still working out there their act brings an actual tiger on. well they've never done it before it's the first they've time. never done it before yeah. <laughs> And they hope they don't bomb. Right. But the, the audience is hoping that they don't get mauled. Yeah. I mean, that's that's the thing. Open mics are very parochial, you say. It's only yeah. stand-up or storytellers or singers. But why not open it up? I mean, I, obviously, I don't want to encourage the, uh, you know, the tiger. No, no, no. I, 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 I honestly think we should do our best to discourage that. Yeah, yeah. Uh, that's I, a public I, service right there, you know. I do want to make the point to people listening yeah. a thousand years from now. Open mic refers to... Uh, these um, nights that uh, uh, um, clubs would allow amateurs to ply their talent or, or, or attempt to ply their talents in front of an actual audience for no money, but the chance to to perhaps win a spot at, say, a comedy club or a, or a music yeah, yeah, and, and no, no screening, anyone, and, and actually no screening. Quite no, good no, people. Anyone just signs up. So yeah. why couldn't? a Siegfried and Roy type of act. <laughs> I mean, that is just phenomenal. That is the greatest, maybe Saturday Night Live skit, Scotty. Yes, because they'd have to have the fake animals because you couldn't even do those uh, for real, but they would do <laughs> no, so it. It could be a regular thing like the shark thing. And it could, no. but it's it was, best, uh, yeah. So that's why it, when people see it uh, on Saturday Night Live, they'll say it was better in the podcast when Scotty just <laughs> talked about it. Yeah. Because, you know, you know, the tiger is all trained and everybody's nervous and it's not oh, really yeah. that funny. The very first time, it's like, I don't know what I should, should really be doing. Oh, I'm yeah. shy. You never look like you don't want to look back and say I could have been the next Siegfried and Roy and I never tried. Yeah. Uh, but I, I'm and again, Tommy, running <laughs> theme. Tried. I'm so relieved that we're doing our part to make sure that no yeah. unscrupulous promoter listens to this and think that's a good idea i'll charge a 50 dollar cover for an open mic it's usually free so but yeah. no we don't encourage it but, but don't in other words it, 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 when you get somebody like uh, joe exotic or whatever that tiger guy yeah you know somebody who wants to be i love the guy who wants to be siegfried and roy he wants to be two people yeah he, he wants to be siegfried and roy and he thinks he can't get a real partner but he can get a tiger and and he come on stage and open mic and comedy ensues or horror. Yeah, uh, yeah. Hopefully, 
come, hopefully skill emerges and maybe that's yeah. where the next Siegfried well, Roy that's comes the from, miracle but, is that the yeah. act is fantastic and the tiger never rips his face off at any point in his life that's well that's what we always hope for and again i'm relieved by the way that i chose the the path that was already out there comedy you know comedy open mic i chose that some people that's say that was great. daring but in a sense tommy uh it was smart because i didn't choose to think of a being a Siegfried and Roy type open. Yeah, life. that was smart. It really, it, it was really a good career, uh, a good career move to go on uh, open mic at the comic strip oh so many years ago as a comedian and not as a tiger act. Exactly. Uh, 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 who knows if we would even be having this conversation today? Well, we wouldn't be a regular at a famed eatery if I Oh, uh, good point that. to bring up, Scotty. Yeah. We certainly wouldn't. But again, you know, uh, it's the type of thing that, that uh, uh, it, uh, you know, we could, it's the type of thing you can talk about with your bartender, Jimmy. Well, that's and, you know, the thing. Always tip your bartender. They, yeah, uh, yeah, we've got percent. that going. And I've rarely in my life have I had that experience. I'm not a usual bar goer on a regular basis. And this again, for the once we can't stress enough, it's a, a nook, it's a beautiful clubby area, six seats only. Well, not a bar stool. It's a very comfortable chair. It's very clubby. So uh, it's our preferred area. And it's area. in a restaurant. It's, 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 it's nestled totally a restaurant. In, yeah. in Friend of the Farmer, which is primarily a restaurant. Oh, yeah. And, and, and so, you know what? Also, one other thing bef uh, um, it, that's always intrigued me in every small town in America, there in every diner, no matter how good or bad the diner is, yeah. there's always a round table where the local guys who've been living in the town for generations gather. You cannot just get, sit down at that table. That's, right. It is like, a, and you see these people, farmers and so yep. uh, out in Nebraska and, you know, but they all just talk with each other and, and they know the, each other's stories and they, they enjoy hanging out with each other every morning. I think that's amazing. I don't know if there's any eight people I would enjoy having breakfast <laughs> with every single day. I, I, they, they always go to them during election time on NBC. Yeah, we went to, right. to a diner in Kansas where these guys get together every day and ask them what they think about the election. <laughs> I don't know about this, but either guys, I think, are, I don't know. I'm not really a fan of either. Well, I, we don't really talk politics at this booth. <laughs> <laughs> yes, that's usually what it's, what it is. Well, well, that's one thing we... That's why we're together all this time. We don't talk politics. So imagine you have a, a, a breakfast club that doesn't talk politics. So they just... I, I think it would go down easy with the digestion. In fact, Tommy, yeah. that's uh, no politics here. Just great conversation. Come on. Wow. That, you know, what, you're uh, right, Scotty. This is, in a way, uh, the equivalent uh, of those, uh, you know, those kind of breakfast clubs. Now, there is a show called Breakfast Club. Uh, yes, and there was the famed uh, movie, of course, with Molly Ringwald, who yes. you uh, worked with, uh, and your uh, sitcom Raising Expectations. Uh, uh, so I have a deep uh, connection with yes. that movie, Breakfast Club. Yeah, and, yeah. And uh, so, uh, uh, but the question uh, uh, remains, you know, that the... the, uh, the well, they, what we must do, Tommy, as we often do yeah. to recap, and question? this episode... Man is so in need of a recap because it's so uh, yeah, recap that's it that's we'll walk it to over do. to the smithsonian right now yeah that I no mean, this is this is this is one that's going to be studied and restudied oh and yeah and let's I try to get all the points books. you kicked it off with the new definition which will be the definition of because during these times during it's these gonna times. Stick. becoming a regular has never been easier yes. not 40 50 times Two yeah. consecutive appearances, as we did a friend of a farmer on consecutive Sundays. And that's all it takes. Being a regular. So that's one thing. And 
Moving on to the usual, which, of course, follows being a regular, now can be achieved after the third visit. You uh, will be... Uh, when uh, you've ordered that precise dish. You cannot yeah, uh, waver. Yes. yes. Uh, uh, it must be three consecutive orderings. I it's just exactly don't want to make that point. And you need, if you say egg whites on that Southwestern omelet, you got to stick with egg whites. Yeah, yeah you have to stick uh, with Otherwise, it. you're back to square one. <laughs> <laughs> and you don't want to be in square one. No. Uh, no, I mean, I'm sure it's why, comfortable. Why you, or, or, or it's so bad, but I don't know, square you know, two is so great, you know, but, uh, and fine. And with Lee, and then, of course, you also touched on, wow, I mean, I, I so many breakthroughs here, uh, you know, the regular and the usual. Yeah. And uh, also, yes, yes, here it is, Tommy, the bar menu, that yes. old relic of the past. And this <laughs> exists somewhere, a friend of a farmer, no, it's, Bar menu is everything. Everything. You get everything wherever you are in the restaurant at the bar. Every bar seems to be operating by that. It's like they've thrown away. We didn't. We didn't see that moment of liberation where they just yeah. burned all the bar menus <laughs> of your yeah and, and declared freedom to order. Where now bar uh, uh, attendees can order whatever is on the restaurant's menu. It's a dream come true, and yet you know people just take it for granted. Well, and especially for us, Kami, remember the days when doing comedy in, in little restaurants in New Jersey where there was the comedians could only order from one side of the menu, which was <laughs> oh, the burger. Good. And that, that ultimate, how about that steak? No, except for <laughs> the upper deck in Lake Hapatcon was a very nice club, but its main claim to fame was you could order the steak. Oh, and wow. you had the full menu at your disposal. You could the others it. were just yeah. a comedian one. So we grew up, we didn't know we only had a full menu. <laughs> <laughs> you know? And uh, now we relish yeah, uh, and it revel in it. The the uh, you know we hope that everyone listening, the bar menu will be because they're happy to just have us there. So why have a bar menu? Just the menu for everyone wherever you are. Oh, Scotty, what a, what a glorious time to be alive! And I think we're the only <laughs> podcast that says that uh, <laughs> in those exact way. In that those exact way. That's yeah. the the glorious time. Most podcasts are complaining about everything. Uh, so uh, well, we've no. got a lot to be thankful for, as we've yeah. uh, enumerated on this very podcast, which really is historic. And for those and, listening, and a thousand years from now, we're five hundred years. That's right. Before. And we just just to uh, complete our review of today's podcast, uh, we did do the, the perform the service that we always want to do, which is highlight things that didn't happen, could have happened, uh, would have been horrible if they did happen, <laughs> but they didn't. And that's you. Go uh, deciding to be the next Siegfried and Roy when you started your career and bringing a tiger up, <laughs> dragging a tiger up. Yeah, and a, a Siegfried and Roy like open mic where people on an bring open out mic at the comic yeah. strip. And, yeah, you know, you could have the funniest act in the world, but if a tiger mauls a, a, a oh. customer, that's all they remember. Oh, yeah, and they probably won't have you back, and they won't have yeah. you back. Yeah, so I no, I'm relieved unless you killed, you know, unless, yeah, well, maybe not literally. in some cases, yeah, yeah. But well, I'm relieved again. Yes, that, that, that closes it up for today. That yep. what didn't happen, there aren't, we encourage them not to be open mics for people who want to have the Siegfried and Roy type act. Uh, we're encouraging that yeah. won't happen. And I'm thrilled that it didn't well, happen in my case. I think we all are. We're all grateful for that, Scotty. Yes. And, and, and that puts a lump in my throat and a good kind of lump uh, in my oh, throat yeah. right now. So on that note, I'm going to just say I will continue to be Tom Saunders. And I happily remain sincerely yours, Scott Blakeman. And we're getting through this.